We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, it is two weeks from right now when you and I will be at Walt Disney World, the Rope Drop Radio trip. Got some ADRs, some plans, some things. People were meeting and greeting while we're down there. So really excited, which means you need to follow us, our listeners, on social media at Rope Drop Radio on all the things to get all of our pictures and bonus shows and all sorts of fun things we'll be doing, including some uh, room tours, Doug. That's what I'm looking forward to. We've never done a room tour room together. Tour? That's what you're most excited Not about? Not most it's excited about. Tour. I just think it's That's what be, I heard. It's because you've done them and I've done them, but this time we're doing a room tour together. Okay. Yeah, we'll see what maybe happens. simultaneously, like one on one platform, oh, one on the other. Oh, actually, yeah, never even thought of that. Look at that. That could be even right. crazier. And on Thursday night, June 3rd, after our dinner, uh, we'll be drinking our way around the monorail loop. So if that's something that appeals to you and you're in town on Thursday, June 3rd, like 7-ish, something like that, we'll be uh, somewhere on the monorail loop. Hit us up on social media. Come find us, and uh, maybe we'll get to Tambu Lounge or the Enchanted Rose or Outer Rim. One of those. One Sounds of those. good. And you might get a gift. We gotta remember to bring things for everyone. I mean, don't overpromise, Derek. No, but we just gotta remember to do that. Cargo pants pockets are only so <laughs> they hold so much stuff. Well, I carry around a spare backpack with portable podcasting equipment, and then we never use it. So this time we are going to do it. In fact, we are going to be recording a special episode on Star Tours. Doug, are yeah. you ready? Are you getting ready for this one? I. No, and it better have a lot of downloads, folks. It will. It will. Everyone's going to download it. Uh, you know who's going to download it? Our Patreons, Doug. So nice. speaking of our Patreons, Lauren Shields upped her level, getting more swag and bonus stuff, and uh, really love all of our Patreons and supporting the show. And uh, we got a few of them that we'll be down there with coming up, and uh, just thankful for all of them. And uh, yeah, if you are interested in that, check out our Patreon link in the show notes. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, patrons. And also thank you to everybody that's left a review or clicked that five stars. And we got a new one. So there is one Yay. to read. We were saved. All right. This one is titled Great Disney Podcast. Five stars by Mitzi Ham. I, I think that's, that looks right. That's what I'm going with. Mitzi Ham. All right. This Disney podcast is great for the whole family. Whenever we are going to be in the car for a while, my 10-year-old will ask if Doug and Derek have any new episodes. These guys are hilarious and very knowledgeable. Thanks, guys. Awesome 10-year-olds listening to our show, too. That's You didn't know our demo, did that, you? That is a good demographic. And we've heard that a few times. Our kids We're love We're big in the tweens. Yep. It's, yeah, the tweens love us. Um, I don't know why. We're really not that hilarious. Speak for yourself, the, Doug. The failures a, that we have that are hilarious. We're both the same height and maturity as That's most funny. nine-year-olds. Yeah, I mean, my 
tween is just as tall as me. So oh wow, maybe you're my nine year old. I you know we can share shoes at this point. So yeah, yeah, vertically challenged we that, are. That on is this what show. we are. That's and that happens. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we uh, we love all of our reviews, and that's the last one for. Uh, so if you want a review read on air. Doug, they just have to leave one, write it, and we will read it probably next week. So thank you, everyone who's left a review for the show. Uh, Thank you, Mitzi Ham, uh, for that one. Uh, But we got to get into this show because we got a really great guest on, and we're going to cover a couple of topics. One, a mini trip report, and then we're going to talk about something we've never discussed, and that's Disney antiquing, Doug. Yeah, antiquing for Disney treasure. And to fully cover this topic, we're welcoming back the one and only Jennifer from the what was formerly known as the Moms Panel, now the Plan Disney. Um, and she was on the show way back in episode 89 and 112. That's It's been a while. It's been a way bit. back. So welcome to the show, Jennifer. Great to have you back. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be back. Feels like a lifetime ago. I well, I'm, really, I mean, really yeah, has been. 2018, made. I mean, this. Who would have known back then everything we would have gone through by now? We've no done one. things a lot differently, I guess, huh? Savored uh, every little moment a little bit more. Just a hair. Just, just a, a hair. a little bit. Well, we're excited to have you back on the show, and you just had a trip, so let's talk about it. It was your first time back in the park. Um Talk to us about how that felt to just be able to be able to go back. How long had it been with you not even being in a park? So I actually took a trip to Walt Disney World, like a little weekend getaway. So it wasn't wasn't like a crazy long trip. It was a like a three night um, weekend in February 2020. So it was like really just two weeks, three weeks before everything kind of went down. The calm before the storm. Um and then, yeah, just now. And the trip I took recently was actually supposed to be May of 2020, got canceled. I postponed it a year later. So there it was. That was my um, mom's panel reward trip. So the trip that we get as our sort of our payment for doing a year of service. That was my 2019 trip, which I just got to take. So a hefty wow. bit of time off. In between, I did... I had gone to Disneyland area, not in the parks, obviously, um, and did some shopping in downtown Disney. So that was like the closest thing I got to a park. It's just not the same as no. Main Street USA. No, how how did it feel on Main Street USA for the first time strolling down the center? I, I wish I could have seen probably like my, my heart rate and blood pressure, you know, on my Apple Watch because it was exhilarating. Um, but at the same time, it's like, Okay, back at it, like riding a bike. Here we go. Um, But surreal. It was good to hear the music, you know, just, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just it was weird with the masks, but it didn't really like take away. I didn't feel like that much from the trip. We had gotten there actually right when they changed the you are allowed to take off your mask for pictures rule, which wasn't there like the week prior. So um, I guess it wasn't as different than being that we can at least take our castle selfie when we got to the end of main street. Yeah. That castle selfie is important. Yeah. We, we had one trip right after that happened and it was after being there so many times with not being able to take your mask at all, off at all. That was really weird taking pictures without it. 
like it kind of gone full circle on the weirdness for me. <laughs> yeah, like it almost felt so. illegal. Like you, I wanted to make sure no one was like standing near me. I didn't want them to get too close, but it was allowed. So yeah, what's what's it going to be like even in two weeks, Doug? They keep changing things from week to week. It seems like. Yeah, so let's just address the elephant in the room. The the new policy is you no longer have to wear it outside. Um, so I I think it's good and bad, right? There I can see the positives. I can see the negatives. I like that uh, California is kind of given another month because, you know, my children that just got vaccinated won't be fully vaccinated for a month, right? So that's where I'm at on that. I don't know. What do you guys think about the the new no mass outside? I'm kind of excited about it that because I haven't been I've been to the parks three times wearing a mask. And so it'll be really interesting. And, and yeah, I'm vaccinated, so I feel safe. And uh, but, yeah, it'll be it'll be weird, but great to, to experience Disney again. Uh, just kidding. I haven't gotten a castle selfie without a mask for the record for a That's while. You so have I it. need yeah. that. Yes. I all my pictures. Got Doug, you and I got to get a picture together and oh. we can see our smiling faces. I'm, can I be totally honest? You want when the we mask there, back on. I love the mask because I didn't have to like really smile. And then smile when I have sunglasses on, I don't even have to have my eyes open. It's It was magical for me. Like. I can ruin a picture like none other. And the mask and sunglasses hat combo was spectacular. I just was based. I could have been a mannequin. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it was great. Oh, Jennifer, Jennifer, what are your yeah. thoughts on it? I, I think, you know, I'm very, I was very pro mask, pro the science, pro vaccinations. But, you know, from whatever everyone's always been saying, it seems like outside transmission has always been kind of you know, a weak way to get it, you know? And so I think it, things are probably fine, you know? Um, and especially when you're in Walt Disney world too, so many places, I mean, coming from Albuquerque where we were still at 25%, I think indoor dining to going there. And it didn't seem like, it seemed to me like a hundred percent capacity. I'm not sure if it was, but I mean, everyone's eating indoors. Everyone's at the pool. Um, I don't think it's going to feel a whole lot different there, I think, for people with the masks off. hope people put them on when they get in line because you spend a lot of time next to the people you're in line with. I think sure. that's the big factor, and that's where I worry things will break down. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it does going forward. But, I mean, at least the country is heading in a better direction at the moment, so... There we go. There's the that's the, the news the mass conversation yep. news. We worked that in there. We addressed it, and uh, no one's shocked that I like masks. That still I mean we we that's our every we wear day, them all day right. right? Oh I mean, yeah. So Jennifer is also a dentist. Um. So that's yeah. Two I, Disney dentists I, back yep, on the show together. I just just yesterday at work I had someone like wearing this mask for five minutes is about impossible. They're just like griping at me and. I just like, well, I'll try eight hours, you know, like for like 12, well, 15 years or however long we've both right, been doing right. this. I was like, and somebody said like, oh, it kills brain cells. I'm like, oh, I must be really dumb. Well, no, that, now, that actually I'm makes more... sense after all the five oh, years you... of knowing you, Doug. That's true. I'm Starting slowly deteriorating it's the mask a little that's bit. Killed them, not the other things I do like too much Dole Whip, but you know. The mini donuts and Diet Mountain Dew or the, the mask. I that's know. probably worse than the mask for me at work. Anywho, back to the trip report. Where did you stay? So I did a split stay, which I'm I'm very much a fan of split split stays in general. I 
will usually do two to three different resorts if I'm going to do like an eight to ten day trip. Um, Disney makes it easy in that they'll transfer your luggage to the next hotel, which is one of the reasons why I do it. Um, I started the trip using DVC points at Boardwalk and got a one-bedroom villa Boardwalk-facing room. And have either of you guys ever stayed there? Not with that view. But stay there, but not with that view. Priceless view. It is. Liked it? Yeah. So we did that actually in that trip I mentioned um, that I did in February 2020 for the first time. And I'm like, I need to work that into every trip, even if it's just for a couple of nights or a night. Because it is, to me, I think it's the best view that I could picture on property. I've done, you know, Polynesian, Grand Floridian. I've done other resorts that had, you know, pretty okay views by most standards. But I feel like when you're at Boardwalk and you have that view, it's almost like a theme. Like you're almost in a theme Mm -hmm. park because it's so themed outside. You get outside, you like hear all that 1920s, 1940s music. Um, You hear and see the boats going by. Like it's very dynamic. You can see Spaceship Earth from some of the rooms too. So it's just... I think it's just a really cool, unique experience. Plus, you're walking distance to Epcot, walk to Yacht Club, go to Alien Compass for a beverage, get on the Skyliner. Like, I think it's just such a great combination of positives staying there. Do you know what our view is going to be when we're at Beach Club in two weeks? Uh, It's a McKnight room, so it's going to be a trash can parking lot. It'll be a dumpster. Yeah. (laughs) Dumpster with, like, squirrels, rabid squirrels. Coming on to, well, probably on the first floor. They'll probably like. Now we're going to have another listener complain about this again, Doug. Okay, yeah. Just to clarify, booking with Michelle does not get you a McKnight view. It's just when I'm in the room. Yes, yes. We tend to get the dumpster. You just get that lucky. We are. It's almost uncanny. I mean, it's it's amazing. You get the TA rate, I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they're they're looking at. They're like, oh, this guy again. Yeah, throw him over there. We had a good view at Coronado. We got his money. Put him wherever we got space. Yeah. Okay. Back. Where else did you stay? <laughs> so, um, the second part of the trip was the mom's panel portion that I was, you know, excited enough to get free of charge. I don't want to say free. I worked very oh, yeah, hard to earn yeah. that trip. Um. But we got to pick a hotel and, you know, we'd give them, I think like we gave two to three choices and we gave our dates and um, like preferred types of rooms and they kind of figure out something that will work with your, with your date. So So Polly Bungalow is one, right? (laughs) So I got a Grand Floridian Lagoon view where I could see the castle. Oh, nice. But unfortunately, when I booked this, I was thinking I have never got to stay. I've never stayed in a room where I can see fireworks from the room. And that was like my big. Yeah, great timing. thing. Um, It was going to be like this trip of all these firsts and stuff. And so no, no fireworks right now. So it was still a very good room. I could see Space Mountain from the bed. Mm. Um, That's nice. There was a lot of Tron construction going on, though, so lots of cranes as well. Always a great view, cranes. That's mm-hmm. a McKnight view but right there. It was a very peaceful, so it was very different. Like That's one of the cool things about Disney World is just there are so many types of stays that you can have. You know, Both of these rooms I had were you know, water 
views, but just totally different. Um, whereas Boardwalk was a little noisier because of like the people walking by, the music, all that. Um, this was definitely more of a peaceful, relaxing mm. type of view and room. Um, it was in one of the you know outer buildings. I don't know if you guys have stayed there, but mm-hmm. it's just easy. The pool was right there. Like you just walk outside pool. Nice. Um, yeah, it was. I, everything about our stays w- were great, but like I mentioned, the pools were packed, um, which was weird for me. I was still kind of used to like everyone around me wearing masks at all times, and you go there and it's just every lounge chair was taken. No one's wearing masks at the pool, and I just find it kind of weird not to get on the mask thing again. But you know, you'll be somewhere. And they're like, please, you know, put your mask over your nose. And I'm telling people to wear their masks. And then just everyone's just at the pool, no mask. And that's totally fine. So certain locations, the pandemic ended before other locations. (laughs) There was a lot of like hypocrisy with Mm -hmm. distancing and the masks that I noticed um, on the trip. But I I mean, I felt safe. It was fine. Um, But it was definitely busy. The week we went was... I think it was one of the hottest days for I think Orlando ever had this year. It was like 95 humid. Awesome. It was it was sweaty. <laughs> and then you had a third resort? Oh no, this this trip I had two. But, oh, two. Oh, okay. Uh, my original Three is a lot. I had planned for this week that I was supposed to do last year, I actually had a night, a DVC night at Wilderness that I tacked on ah. to the end cuz I had never stayed in their DVC rooms. Um, and still haven't, huh? Yeah. I will so. mention, too, we made use of the new Grand Floridian Walkway. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have done that. I I was uh, told I was not allowed on a recent trip because my wife and kids already have. And they said, Dad, it's a sidewalk. <laughs> so we weren't staying there. It was simply just to, to do it. And... Uh, yeah. So how was the sidewalk? Are my, my kids was, review accurate? It was magical. We we did it only once at nighttime at the end of the night um, from Magic Kingdom walking back. And it was, yeah, it was just nice. It was a nice little water, water view. I think I would like to do the walk sometime, like from the Polynesian to Grand Floridian, like to Magic Kingdom, to Contemporary. No, that doesn't sound fun at all. That sounds like that's a lot of walking. No. That's what we're doing on our monorail bar crawl. No, that, that's why you have a monorail and you have boats. You have all the other things to avoid <laughs> I, walking. I love walking. Like I, I didn't do this. I love my, walking my from attraction me, but... to attraction, but yeah. <laughs> let's add walking when there's an easier way of transportation at Disney. Hey, you know, the Skyliner's great. We can still walk. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know, you know, Derek, sometimes walking's the best way. It's the best way. Okay. A lot of fun things to see along the way. A lot of ducks. Uh, okay. Ducks. ducks. The yeah. mighty ducks, maybe, but... Maybe. Anyway, all right. What attraction during all that time away uh, did you realize you missed the most once you got on it at the parks? Uh, it was living with the land. Ooh. Interesting. Miss those greenhouses and I do. I was I was just like a paparazzi to those plants. Like it's amazing how I don't know why I feel the need to take a picture of like every fruit and vegetable every time that I every time. time. Yes, I can go through my phone every time I'm on that attraction. 10, 20, 30 photos, same thing. Yep. 
Those yeah. have to be the most That's photographed true. plants in the world. Yeah. Right? Most photographed yeah, plants. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to find a Wikipedia account to throw that on and make it official. It's other than the hibiscus and the lobiscus on Jungle Cruise. So, per- particularly the lobiscus. So, any attractions that you got back on, you're like, yeah, I didn't miss that. Like, yeah. I, I will, I'll, I'll preface this with, we, we didn't do a lot of attractions this trip. That was something I was going to mention that this trip was very different um, from, from all other trips. But I think just the idea of attractions, period. I think we, I think we put too much pressure on attractions so many other trips. And with this one, we really, um, like didn't prioritize attractions that much at all, which I think to a lot of people is sacrilege, you know, kind of, that we didn't ride so many things that are are maybe like must-dos. Like we didn't do Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. We didn't try for Big Thunder Mountain. We didn't do Test Track. Um, so maybe like that, just the fact that we didn't do that. Is that weird? It's not weird. No, it's no. It, I yeah, mean, you want to take in the sights and the sounds and the smells and not do the hustle and bustle. Yeah, that's and, and the taste. So yeah. like because of that. So usually when we don't do lots of attractions, it's because we're doing lots of eating. Um, so what dining highlights did you have? Um, we kind of did a lot of just kind of our our sure things this trip. So uh, Geyser Point, have you eaten there at Wilderness? They have a pretty famous bison burger. We have, I haven't yet, Derek. No, I have not I, yet. No. It, it's it's one of those that have eluded me. However, we have access to bison burgers. If I want to drive 10 minutes, I can. Oh, it's more than just I the burger, one. though. Okay. It's the topping. There's like a jelly, like a mirror. I think it's like a blackberry jam, mm. like. You know, fried onions, bacon, you know, it's a pretty loaded burger. It was actually, someone sent an article to us recently that was like the ranking the top 10 burgers of Walt Disney World. And they had that as their number one. So check out. We might have to go, Derek. Okay. Might have to go. We can. We'll see. We'll see Um, if it works out. I think they're also doing mobile order now too. Oh, there you go. Yeah, without kids, uh, Doug, you and I can go anywhere. Can. That's one of my favorite places, too, just like a relaxing. I guess it's considered a lounge because it's not a not a I mean, there's, you know, waiter and waitress service, but you don't need a reservation. They do allow, you know, on the Disney World app to put yourself in like the walk up list, Mm -hmm. which was kind of nice because we were actually at Contemporary and were able to put ourselves in. And so by the time we got there, our table was ready. Oh, nice. So that's a cool, like, feature that yeah, we might have to do that. stays after the pandemic. Yeah. I, I like the mobile order. Lots of mobile ordering. Hopefully it kind of stays as oh, I the think standard. It's here forever. I mean, it was here before, but you weren't forced into it. So, so I will add another food thing that was a highlight in that involved mobile order was actually ale and compass the table service restaurant at got club normally is just table service but right now because of covid they're letting you do mobile order on that which i thought was awesome 
because it's table service food, but you're getting it like a quick service. Um, so we just walked it back to Boardwalk with us, and they have a seafood pot pie thing that's just amazing. That does not sound amazing. <laughs> <laughs> not it traveled anyway. quite well. I I wasn't good sure. Giant puff pastry. Are you not a seafood guy? No, not at all. Meat, <laughs> steak and potatoes, chicken and oh, potatoes. There you go. Cape May dinner will be interesting. It will be. I saw weeks. that on our list. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to eat, but I'll find something. So, my third really great item you also would not be a fan of, which was the lobster roll at Boathouse, which I feel like is also just a sure thing. Like you know, it's going to be good. Lobster rolls are good. That's is that that doesn't even count as seafood. It's it's so good. What's so. funny is I love sushi. So, like, I'll go to California Grill and get sushi anytime. So, yeah, there we go. Don't, I don't, make, don't sense. make any sense. No, I don't. No, You're right. It doesn't. So, all right. It sounds like a great trip, but people are wondering about antiquing. So, we're going to transition into antiquing. How does one get into Disney antiquing? Well, um, I, there. this is a topic that I'm pretty sure I could just have my own podcast one day just about the intricacies and the um just the ways of doing it usually if you have to have a drive to want to do it because it involves a lot of patience um i i think i started when i found some of my mom's old disney records so they were like the original haunted mansion and tiki room vinyl um records from i think the 60s so they were in the basement, I didn't have a record player, but I wanted to play them, got a record player. And it was just a slippery slope because I'm like, I'm not going to buy a record player just for these two records. So then I started eBaying other records, Disney records. Um, so I started with records, I think, as sort of my first entry into the, the gateway drug of Disney yeah. uh, antiquing. Got it. And it's an easy thing to find around, like go to any thrift store, go to any antique store, you just like sift through and there's always like a kid's section. Um, so I think that was how I really started getting into like going out and physically looking for things like that. I think I've always kept ephemera and stuff like that. Like I still had from 1989, that was my first trip, like still in perfect condition in my drawers from my bedroom, like childhood bedroom is still was there few years ago like an old epcot pennant that now is hanging on my wall like stickers that i never took off um there was an it's a small world music box i got on that trip that's really really cute um just like this little figment slider puzzle i don't know it's like the little oh, squares i remember those so I had everything still from those trips. Um, I treated that stuff like literal treasures. Um, I even looked and I had stuff from a trip in high school where I saved like all the napkins of the restaurants I ate at. Um, I think I've always just been into like the paper goods, the little boxes, again, like a little box from 1989. My mom had the shampoo bottles from our room from 1989. Like we kept all that weird stuff that most people think is trash. <laughs> um, but I'm always fascinated fascinated by that the most because when you find something like that, you're like, how did this survive that long when someone could have just easily just thrown that in the trash, not even thought about it. Mm -hmm. I will also say with the Disney antiquing stuff, 
it's kind of not hard to find things. You can eBay and find like whatever you want probably, or you can go to these auctions and find whatever you want. Um, but I think a lot about how I do it is this balance between finding something, but also having it be cheap. And that's sort of where I, that balance is where I get like the most excited about something. It's like getting something for a really good deal. That's where the yeah. adrenaline comes oh, yeah. in. That's that is the, like, the job yeah. talk them down a little bit, haggle. Yep. Like that is my, um, it's like gambling. I'm pretty sure it's got to be like the same brain chemical endorphins and, yep yeah what you'll are, go oh go ahead what are some of the most common things you find actually in the stores not ebay but like in a store well, so there are a ton of those mcdonald's glasses that came out i think they had like a couple runs of them but they were like walt disney world pretty thick mcdonald's glasses did you guys ever have those we had yep. them all yeah sounds familiar yeah. And I think they had some that came out like for the year 2000. There's a ton of stuff like that. I just pass up. I'm, I'm like not interested in certain things like that. Um, I'm not really into character stuff, like just Mickey Mouse things. Like I try to keep it theme park specific. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of people too, just assume I just buy anything I see, but I'm pretty selective still about, about things. Um, some of my best finds, like, you have to realize this stuff is everywhere because so many people literally think it's just trash or something they found in their basement. And to us, it's, like, this coveted item. So I found a, for example, a Polynesian hurricane glass from the 70s. It says, like, the Polynesian Village and has, like, the retro logo on it. 90 cents at a Salvation Army. Oh, and there's man. people selling them, like, for 45 bucks, you know, for a glass. Wow. Okay. Um, I found a little Disneyland glass plate from I think the '60s. I got it for ten cents. Nice. Like, ten cents. And auction houses have those starting at a hundred. So that's where I really get like that. That's where you're making wow. money. Yeah, that's an investment right there. Are the retirement shops, fund right? Yeah. Are the shops around like in Southern California and Central Florida? Are they better or worse? So they're better in that, obviously, I haven't done Florida ones. I'm sure there's a decent amount. I actually wanted to this trip, but the Ubers were just way too expensive. Yeah, um, that's a whole nother show. Yeah, so California, I've done quite a bit around Disneyland. And there are a ton, I mean, there's a ton out there in California. But yeah, you're going to pay a higher price because they know there are a lot of people out there collecting. But it's fun just to see. Honestly, it's like just going into a museum. I like finding stuff all the time that I don't really plan on buying, but it's just fun to, to look at. Um, but you can't like, just because a place looks like it'd be, it could be crummy. Like a, you know, I went to these flea markets, like where they're in people's like garages, like they're just something you would never think. And I found amazing things. So you just have to have a lot of patience in, like that process and know that there's going to be a lot of times you don't find anything, but when you do, it's just like that huge rush. <laughs> I feel like this could be a TV show. I mean, they already have one like it, but this one just yeah. for Disney antiques. Yeah. Could be What's on Disney the... plus. It, sh it should be. I just okay. get you and now a that crew. Imagineers who listen to this show will take royalty checks and, or yeah, have us on it. Of that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're not above that. The so funny what's... thing too is like, oh. sorry, I was going to say just like every piece I found, 
has a story like you know I can remember where I was I can remember like how I found it I remember how much everything was like it's just I don't know I feel like like I said I could probably have a podcast or YouTube about like literally every item and can sit and tell you about you know where I found it and all that sounds like a YouTube channel for sure (laughs) that'd be a great one I would watch it for sure yeah what is your biggest find so I have posted about this, but it's a an original screen printed framed um, piece of art that used to hang above the beds at the contemporary. And they usually go up at auction for like mid one like one to three thousand range. Um, I think some have probably gone for like five thousand, but I found it on eBay for two hundred and sixty bucks, and I am pretty sure it was because they labeled the auction poorly. So that's another thing. Oh, yeah. You have to you have to think of like how is someone going to label this? Who maybe had a grandparent die? They don't know anything about Disney, and they're like sifting through their stuff and putting it on eBay. So you can't have the mindset like. A lot of people that would look for that would probably say Mary Blair, you know, contemporary room art or something. Um, But someone who just finds this, maybe they don't know anything about Mary Blair. They don't know even, you know, where that was from. And so, yeah, you just have to sort of cast this like wide net, too, if you're going to do eBay searches. That's my bit of advice about stuff like that. But it is a centerpiece in my living room. As it should. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's the number one talking piece, anyone who comes in. And I love it because I, I also really love stuff that's subtle Disney where you wouldn't even know. Like if you just walked in, mm-hmm. you just think it's a piece of art. Um, and it has a hidden Mickey in it somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if they did hidden Mickeys in the 70s. <laughs> Well, don't invite not... Derek over. He'll add one. I, oh, I, I, I would you, not do that. But... You didn't say no very fast, Derek. No, I, I appreciate art. We have a lot of. My mom was actually an art collector, so I, I have an appreciation with it. She liked Wyland way too much, so uh, yeah, we had a lot of art in our house. Yeah, so that I mean, I have I have plenty of things that are my faves, but that one is kind of like my. It was a little splurgy because I I usually don't spend. Like in the hundreds for things, I try to keep things kind of cheap. But for something like that, that is pretty rare. And it was like a prop. So it was in the actual rooms. And it's only going to go up in value. That's your retirement fund, yeah, maybe. Right there. Yeah. Right, so. so what is your favorite Disney antiquing story? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Because um, as some people may know, if they follow me, I it was March two years ago. In Albuquerque, I usually do antique stores um, after work, like before I would pick up my son. So if I got off work early, I just, we have like an antique row sort of, and I would just pick one and I'd go there. And that trip was already really exciting because I found a World's Fair, like a 1964 World's Fair glass. Cool. And I'm really into glassware and things like useful Um pieces of merch and I found this like drink tray Disneyland and Disney World had them they're like aluminum I think or some kind of metal like kind of thin drink tray 
and they'd have like the outline of the state. I don't know if you've seen, I think Walt Disney World came out with some a few years ago, like a retro line where they recreated them. Um, and again, those usually are maybe 25 bucks on eBay. Got it for two bucks. I was already just kind of in a antique high at that point. And I was waiting at the register and there was only a few people in the shop and I'm like, ready to check out. And the two women working there were just helping this other guy. And I'm like, I'm right here. Why are they not checking me out? Why are they still just talking to this guy? And it was Tom Hanks. Oh. Yes. And the only reason I even kind of like knew that that could be him was because I had read an article that he was in town filming a movie the day before. And I'm so maybe in, in like the back of my head. I was a little more aware that it could be Tom Hanks, but I'm, I don't know if I would have really known it was him because he had a beard and he was wearing a hat. He was just buying stuff at an antique store in Albuquerque. like As one does. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I recall is he had some records. Um, I couldn't see what else he got, but he was just shopping at the antique store just like me. And I did go back to my Apple Watch and I looked at my heart rate and it got up to 155. <laughs> The moment I knew it was him. Because <laughs> I was like, it was just the most unexpected thing I think that has ever happened to me, like, in my entire life. And I was kind of, like, shaking. Because I get very starstruck in general. But, like, someone like Tom Hanks, that is, like, I mean. That's, that's, that's royalty. That's not that's A-list. That's above A-plus, A-plus yeah. Right? And in my head, I'm just thinking, oh, my gosh, he was in... Forrest Gump and he played Walt Disney and I, just all these things in my head of like these iconic roles mm-hmm. that he's had and like You've Got Mail is one of my favorite movies and he's just standing right there and so, so did I did you say anything well so I got my phone out and I took like a little like little picture and out of nowhere this guy comes and he's like no pictures please so it was his bodyguard like kind of standing back mm. kind of watching mm-hmm. over him you know and there was really no one in this antique shop. Like it was, there were a couple other people there and I was like, okay, I'm sorry. You know, but I did get my little picture. And then I, you know, in that moment I was just like texting everyone. I knew, oh my gosh, I'm in an antique store and Tom Hanks is here. And he was just talking to the people forever. So I started just pacing around the antique store, um, like waiting for him to finish. And I kind of stood by the door by the exit and I was thinking maybe I'll just give him a little wave on his way out. I don't know. And I think I must have looked like really, I don't know, desperate or <laughs> like shaking. And he's like, would you like a picture? And I was like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so I took a selfie. And I honestly don't know how it's not blurry because, like, again, I was just shaking. <laughs> And, you know, people are like, what did you say? I, I didn't say anything like it was I was literally starstruck. Like, I, I think I said thank you, you know, when he took the picture. Um, and one thing a friend pointed out to me is if you have iPhones with live photo. I didn't realize the photo was a live photo and it had volume until like days later and you could hear him talking on it. And his voice is just. So, and so I just played that little like three second thing over and over just because I'm like, wow, that's really Tom Hanks. That's my story about Tom Hanks in the antique store. 
Like the best antique find. Yeah, Tom Fi- Hanks. Literally finding Tom Hanks in an antique store. That's a good find. Yeah, and it was weird. I actually went through like the days following that. Like I don't I don't want to use the word depression lightly. Not that word, but it was almost this down feeling of like this might be the coolest thing that ever happens to me ever. Like that was it. It just happened. And now it's just downhill. <laughs> wow. It was a very weird feeling like yeah, I don't know. Well, hopefully all the celebrities who listen to our show reach out and yeah. Uh, to you on that i don't know who those are but yeah (laughs) totally i mean patrick mahomes has left a review but uh that's all we have yeah like even just talking about it i'm like you are i can see it you're giddy that would be so exciting yeah (sighs) that's one of the most yeah I, i always tell people like i'm gonna remember that like on my deathbed like i'll be an old lady and just be like this one time i was at an antique store and i saw tom hanks and the grandkids are like, like uh-huh. Who's Tom Hanks? Yeah. 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 So I think that's an excellent way to wrap up the antiquing. I don't think we can top that anymore. So if you have more antiquing questions, definitely uh, find Jennifer online, which we'll give later. But now it is time for the lightning round. So this is where we ask you a series of questions uh, kind of a rapid fire sort of thing about your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, whatever you need to to answer it. Now, you did do this back in episode 89. However, it's evolved and gotten longer. And so of the park. So we thought it's fitting to do it over again. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't remember what I said. I'm curious. I, if, like my brain is in a different mindset now. If my favorite characters have changed. Right. We'll have to. Everyone listening is going to have to go back and listen to <laughs> And download number 89 to compare. So hopefully we did do it on number 89. I'm not just full of nonsense. I'm pretty sure we we did it pretty much out of the gate, didn't we, Derek? Yes, we did. We've been consistent, if nothing else, for five years. At least I know Jennifer's going to download that episode this week and listen back and forth. There we go. The numbers are going to escalate. All right. Favorite Disney movie? So I forgot to ask. Is it cheating if I do, like... Maybe animated versus live oh, action. Nope. You know, I forgot Cute. to say that the, there is a score. The points are made up and none of it matters. <laughs> so whatever you need. Because I'll say animated, Lady and the Tramp. Live action, the original Newsies. Oh, there you that's go. a good one. All right. Favorite Disney character? Goofy. Good choice. All right. Favorite Disney villain? I think that would have to be Gaston. Okay. I mean, is he really a villain or is he just misunderstood? We'll never really know. All right. Favorite Disney song? This this one is tricky. Um, there's a song. It's not very popular, but it's on... Um, I'm forgetting what movie it's from. Is it a DCOM? No, no, no. It's an old... <laughs> I think it's Summer Magic. I could be wrong, but it's called On the Front Porch. It is like a Sherman Brothers song. So if you have that Sherman Brothers album, it's got like all their Disney songs on it. That's where I first heard it. And then I went back to watch the movie. But it's just a very sweet little love song type of thing. And I hope it makes a comeback like some pop artist covers it so it can resurface. It's out there for everybody to go find and listen to now. So Mm -hmm. definitely it's on its way. All right. Favorite Disney park. Epcot, but, but if I 
if I can get a little snobby, I'll say Tokyo Disney Sea. You're allowed Ooh, to be snobby. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's accepted. <laughs> All right. Favorite Disney classic attraction you define classic? Um, it's a small world. Do you prefer one over the other? Land. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the oh, facade before even getting on the ride is kind of like, you know, an experience. You're inside, you're outside, it has characters. Yeah. That's, the character is a touchy subject with people. I think it's cute. and I, think I love it. Very well. Mm-hmm. I wish it was at World. And I agree. Elsewhere around the world. I, I think that's a good a good addition. Favorite modern attraction? You define modern. So, Rise of the Resistance, I, I guess that would be the one. That's yeah. going to be hard to top that. Ah, I wish them luck. <laughs> I, I, I give yeah. it 10 years it's like they're so... tom hanks i mean how do, you, <laughs> how do you how do you get better than that i don't know we'll find out hopefully yep. all right favorite disney resort back to what we said i think boardwalk is is becoming i knew you were gonna say it yeah. it's hard though i do tell people all the time like i don't think i have a true favorite because there's so many benefits and great things about so many of them but as long as you have favorites, right? All right. Favorite counter service restaurant. I still like Satuli. There you go. Good choice. Wins ninety percent of the time on the show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Favorite table service restaurant. Cali Grill, California Grill brunch, mm-hmm. specifically brunch, which I hope makes a return mm-hmm. after COVID. A lot of things need to return food wise after COVID. Yep. All right, favorite Disney snack, the most important question you are asked today. I don't know. To me, this kind of is like a snack, but the Ronto wrap and also like the the breakfast one, which I haven't had in Walt Disney World, but I think they have it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, they do. The yep. Disneyland one is fantastic. So. It is. That's it's a, a snack I've, and a half, though. I I've had say. it on both coasts. It counts. Yeah, it counts. Counts. Not quite tables, you know. It's like, no. or sorry, not quite counters. Like they only have what two, three things on the menu. So yeah, it's a snack. All right. Uh, favorite Disney drink? The Tempting Tigress at Nomad Lounge. That she even knew the name. Most yeah. people are like I don't know the name of it, and then they describe it for five minutes. So that is, that's... I mean, it's that's like I think one of my favorite drinks ever. Not just at Disney World, but oh. May have to Might check have that to go on the there. list. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. yet to go to Nomad Lounge. We just do I, Animal oh Kingdom gosh. too. I think well, we we're going to so hit it early. this time. It's like I don't. Need, it's like we're done with Animal Kingdom by you know nine thirty. We don't need to go to <laughs> Nomad Lounge. Especially love... like with COVID hours, we've been done so early at Animal Kingdom. So yeah. now um, the Lion King's say, back. Yeah, that is actually Joe Rody's favorite drink too. He tweeted. Someone oh. asked him what his favorite drink at Nomad Lounge was. So I felt like. Yeah, I mean it's got to be good then, huh? Yeah, not just me. No. All right, Disney bucket list item. We say item like like any sort of Disney. Whatever. Any bucket list. Like to like most people visit all the parks in the world. So I'm hoping Disneyland Paris is next, and I still have to do Shanghai and Hong Kong too. Uh, any uh, antiquing item that you've had your eye on for a while that you haven't been able to pull the trigger or maybe find? Oof. The e-ticket of antiquing? I 
That's a tricky one. I kind of felt like that picture I talked about is kind of one, but there's a few in that series. So I'm sort of trying to find other ones, the contemporary room pictures. Mm. Um, adding, there's like this little small plate to add to my tiny plate collection that I've been trying to find that someone took from me at the end of an auction. <laughs> I'm still mad about it. Your paddle so, wasn't fast enough to... Yeah, I was like the, the last, you know, point zero two seconds when they outbid me. Ugh. Yeah. They're dangerous. Well, that concludes the, the lightning, lightning round. round. Well, thank you so, so much for being on this week's episode. Jennifer, why don't you give us a uh, letter listeners know where they can find you? I am on Twitter and Instagram. Same handle um, at JLAP, J-L-A-P 64. All right. And I will put that in the show notes so people can follow along uh, with all your show or all your future trips. Do you have anything planned coming up? Um, I will be. This is a little bit of a tease. I'll be at the Disneyland Resort. I have a room at the Grand Californian, but they are not letting out of state guests in the park yet. Even though I was allowed to book that room with DVC a few months ago. So I'll be in my Grand Californian robe. Waving to the people in the park. I mean, park. you're a dentist, so you got vaccinated like six months ago, so you're, you're fine. That yeah. just blows my mind. Yeah. So I think we're going to make it like a fun, just, you know, enjoy the resort, do the pool, which I never do when I'm there normally. So eat some food at the hotel and just kind of relax and shop in downtown Disney. All right. Well, still sounds fun. Yeah, sounds great yep. to me. I'd still enjoy it. So still follow- a vacation. Yeah, follow along with Jennifer, and we need to get to the Patreon show. So if you don't know what that is, that is a special show that you can only get if you join our Patreon community. But Jennifer, thank you so much for being on this week's episode. Thank you. And if you want to book a trip, Doug, you need to talk to Michelle McKnight, the Rope Drop Queen, because she is booking like crazy right now with mm-hmm. the rest of this year. It's Those park passes are going quick. It's busy. Uh, now it's not so much the park passes that's the issue because they've expanded capacity a little bit, right? It's more the uh, rooms being available. So if you want a certain room at a certain resort, you better get on the ball. All right. And I'm wondering now, I need to talk to Michelle. I want to see uh, if you have Disney antiquing. You have so much memorabilia in your house, Doug. Do I, I want. I, yeah, I look around see so many things that's... in... Uh, so my, I'm going to challenge you and Michelle to find some cool Disney art antique thing that you have in your house and tweet about it this week. And we also want to hear from our, oh, what? Define antique. How old does it have to do, be? You, you decide. That's a, like we do in like the lightning, our lightning round. round. Yep. Okay. You choose. And I want to see from our <laughs> listeners as well. What kind of old Disney memorabilia do you have or priceless object or record you found? Uh, tweet at us this week. That'd be so cool to see more and learn more of the history of or your Disney obsession. So that is it. I'm going to go. Uh, we're going to record the Patreon show and then I'm going to go to the antique store myself. So thank you so much for Jennifer and Doug. I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.